Hello and welcome to another episode of Bare Minimum Babe. My name is Amanda Cunningham and I am the host of this podcast. So if you are a weekly listener, then you might have noticed that I have not put an episode out the last, I think, four Tuesdays, so a month. Um, and I'm not really sure where to like start this episode, but I figured I'd just kind of put the mic in front of my face and just start talking. Uh, so if you've listened to the earlier episodes, like episode one, two, and three, I think I kind of talk about why I started the podcast and kind of where I got the idea and all those types of things. Um, and I said to myself, you know, Amanda, you can do this for a year. Most podcasts, like the podcast market is saturated, but most podcast, excuse me, most podcasts don't, podcasters don't last past, I think it was like 12 episodes or something like that. Um, which is a long time. Like you're like, Oh, 12 episodes, it's nothing. But if you're doing it every single week, that's three months worth of content. Like that's three months of consistency. Like it is hard. It is difficult to keep this consistently, especially if you have other things going on and it's maybe not supporting a larger business project. Like it's not a, a wing of a, of, of a business. It's just kind of its own thing. It is extra work and it is extra, extra time and it takes dedication and commitment and making time for it. And, and things like that. So anyways, when I first started, I was like, you know, you can make, you can do this at least a year. Um, you want to do this. You've been having an interest in it. You can do this for a year. Cool. Um, and so technically I have, cause the first episode I looked before, well, I recorded an intro and then I realized I should have looked it up beforehand cause there was an awkward pause, me looking it up. So I started this podcast, uh, on September 5th was when I pushed out my first episode. So, or not September 5th, I think it was September 6th. Amanda, you just looked at this September 6th. There we go. September 6th is my first, was my first episode that I put out and I'm recording this on September 5th. And towards the, so the last month I have not put out an episode. So four episodes are missing. And then the four before that, that I actually did put out, I felt like I was just kind of putting them out because I made a promise to myself and I didn't really have anything to say. And I had like, you know, notes that I could go off of and ideas and content ideas and things like that. Um, but I kind of just kept putting out episodes because I was like, well, people listen to this every single week. And I said, I could do it for, you know, a year. I made that promise and I don't I keep promise to yourself and blah, 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 blah. And like, I'm a hypocrite if I don't, because I was just talking in a bunch of episodes about how you, that, you know, you can stick to something and blah, 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 blah. Um, and as I was doing those last four episodes that I'd recorded, that's again, a month's worth. So the past at least month before me, not, so I guess the past two months, I haven't really wanted to to put out episodes because, you know, like I have a full-time job, my daughter's sports and stuff are picking up and I've been busy with like, it was during the summer too. So it was like busy with random drop off and pickup times with different camps and like other random stuff just kept popping up like life stuff basically. I mean, these are excuses essentially, but it's just kind of like, there's only so many hours in the day. And if I still want to work out every single morning with my husband, which I've talked about many episodes before is important to me to like get to be healthy and fit and to spend time with my husband kind of thing. So like I've been skipping, but like Monday through Friday, typically, like if I want to wake up and do that gym from like five to seven and like come home and, you know, do life stuff because I don't really have time during the day with work of like, I was like a lot of times of, you know, filling out camp paperwork and filling out like 50 different forms for her physical because she's at different camps. And there's other random stuff. Like we had a flooring, we had like redid the floor of our first house or of our 
first level and that was chaotic and then like handling that and like there was a bunch of random things like that that it just became that the half hour 40 minutes that I had before I need to kind of get her wherever she needs to go and start working me start working it turned into me checking my personal emails, filling out forms, answering any emails I had to do for me personally, like making a vet appointment and like I needed new glasses. So I had to go to the eye doctor to get my prescription and like setting different appointments and like random life things that I just didn't have time to do during the day. I would do them in the morning and that would have been when I recorded and you could be like, yeah, Amanda, you could do it at nighttime. And like, I did start doing things at nighttime, but like I'm tired and like her sports are starting back up and you know, it's just a lot of excuses essentially. But point being is that I started the podcast kind of with the idea that like, Oh, I don't want to be like a a hustle babe. I feel like a a boss babe, excuse me, like the hustle monster, like you got to grind and boss babe and you got to wear your heels and your glam and like these shiny sparkly things and blah, 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 blah. And I started getting into that. But the reason why I, I, I got into the bare minimum, babe, was because I didn't want people to feel like they had to hustle and because I thought it was a good idea with my friend. And honestly, I was pivoting from music and hustling and I was still kind of in a low key hustle mindset, which is ironic, right? But this, but I didn't realize it and I was trying to, which is, you know, towards the beginning of the episodes and kind of like, I don't know, probably like episode, I forget when I started doing it, but like, I don't know, episode eight there was like a good chunk in the middle where I was like promoting like clients and marketing stuff. Cause I, at that point was, I didn't have a, a full-time job and I was pivoting from full-time music and I was like, okay, I know how to do marketing. I'm going to sell marketing services and I'm going to figure that out. And then I got into that space and I realized I didn't really like the coaching there. I felt like it was very phony. Um, and it was a lot of coaching on how to be a better coach. Like there was coaches coaching on coaching You know, like it was a lot of meta stuff happening and there was lots of six figures like and it was just I don't say overwhelming. It was almost like I didn't like it. Like I I didn't feel it place there and I didn't I didn't want to essentially compete and and to stand out in that kind of market. and, And, you know, I had I met a friend at a certain point. And she was going to B2B, which is business to business. And I was going to go to like business B2C, which is business to consumer, which is like a lot like, you know, someone buys a t-shirt or if you buy a glass of milk or if you buy like a protein shake or socks, it's like straight to consumer versus you're selling it to a business. And I was thinking of like doing the one-on-one entrepreneur helping women kind of thing. And which is like a B2C ish kind of thing. I mean, it's still quote a business. Someone trying to make me like, feel like it was a B2B because it was still a business, but it was an entrepreneur. And it was like, I feel like I had to like hustle for them to spend any kind of money because they were an entrepreneur doing it themselves. So I had to like do so much. It was just, and again, you could be like, well, they should just want to buy it. You shouldn't have to convince them. Like, no, they're an entrepreneur. Like if you don't have that much money, like they're going to, they're theoretically going to watch every single penny. And if I don't provide that for them, like I don't want, I don't want to compete in that space and feel icky about doing all these tactics to get the entrepreneurs essentially to feel FOMO to buy what I'm selling. I don't want to do that. So anyways, um, I met my friend and I was talking like, Oh yeah, I've been in B2B marketing my entire career. I should just market to businesses. But at this point I'm like, am I a marketing agency? Am I just a consultant? Cause that's just consulting at that point. And that's a marketing agency in its own capacity. And I'm like, 
do I want to build that? Do I, do I want to do that? Like I could make a lot more money for less time, you know, than the, the coaching situation. Cause I don't want to do courses. Everyone's like do courses. And I don't, I don't know. That just feels kind of icky to me. A lot of times, like everyone has a course and everyone's like manifest it. I don't get on that rant, but the point is like, it just became this whole thing of like, which, which is why I got a job of like, I don't really want to build a marketing agency. I don't really want to hustle to get marketing consultant contracts. Like if I'm going to do marketing, I might as well just get a full-time job. Why would I be hustling for that? Like, you know, in my mind, I just like, I could just get a job. I could just go back to full-time working. Why would I hustle for contracts to contracts if I'm just doing it so I don't feel like I'm in scarcity mindset and I just want the safety of a paycheck and feel productive or whatever, right? Like I, I don't, I don't want to do I love it enough to build an entire business and hustle for it? And the honest answer is like, no, I don't, you know, and I started to do it in the, in the, in the beginning of, you know, check out my stuff and down. And I still like what I did provide was value. So if you go into my website, uh, com and you download the, you know, the marketing workbook, it is still valuable. Like I still stand behind, you know, the things that I talk about and the, the workbook that I, that I mean, but it's not like a business that I want to, kind of die for, you know, like I wouldn't want to hustle because in order to make your business, you have to like really feel like passionate about it or love it or see like a long-term goal or whatever. Right. And it was just kind of like, I just kind of fell into marketing after college because I needed money and health insurance with my daughter. And I just kind of fell into marketing and like, yeah, I like aspects of it, but at this current point in my life, do I love it enough to stop and create an entire business for it? No, honestly don't. And so I real once I realized that, and I kind of came to that, the podcast was just kind of at that point, kind of for fun. I was like, oh, well, I could talk about bipolar stuff, but then what I had to change the description and what do I want to change it to? And like, I guess I could just see, it was like this whole mind thing. And then as my time became more scarce, more scarce in the, in the morning, it became more of like a, like a chore that I was like forcing myself to do because I committed to it. And all the guest episodes I'd recorded, a lot of them weren't really relevant anymore because it was during the time that I was talking about business stuff. And so all the questions and stuff were framed around that. And I haven't, and then again, I eventually, I stopped posting on social to promote it because I just didn't have the energy and I didn't know how to position myself because I know if I don't have a position, it's a waste of time in social media. Like nobody cares if I post picture of my cat for a bit, like for a podcast, you know, I kind of have to position my podcast in a space as this is the place for this person to go for this kind of thing. And it could be something as stupid as like, this is the place that women go to look at cat memes. Like it doesn't even have to be anything seriously, but I didn't, I didn't have anything at that point because I was still trying to figure it out. And so, excuse me, eventually I just stopped posting because honestly, I don't really like social media. I've never have. And I actually rarely check it and I forget to check it for days um, until I'm like, oh, I want to message so-and-so. Let me see what they're doing really quickly because I want to like say hi. It's usually just to communicate with a friend or somebody, you know what I mean? It's not like to, I don't want to create content. That's just not what I've never liked it. And that's part of the reason why my social media has never like popped off. I don't like it. And I'm sure people can tell. So, um, what I'm saying is eventually I also stopped posting guest episodes because it didn't also feel right to not promote the episodes because it didn't seem fair to just kind of put them up. And again, this is all in my head. I'm creating these rules for myself, but you know, I did, I did take these people's times and create this content for them. And I would want them to promote it. Right. Like, cause if you're a guest, you want essentially someone to talk about it and say you were a guest and be excited about it, blah, blah, blah. And so it was a twofold thing of like, well, I didn't feel right posting their episode 
and not promoting it. And then also it didn't really, a lot of the conversations didn't necessarily fit where I wanted to go. And I didn't know what to do with the episodes because I mean, I can still put them out, but a lot of them were very business focused. And so I haven't put out a guest episode in, in quite a while. And the only reason I even made the guest episodes was because I knew I was starting the job and I'd have less time. And I was like, oh, I can have these on the back burner. And it was right, except I stacked them up really heavy with interviews and I had a lot recorded and I didn't have a lot of time to edit. And so that became overwhelming. I basically kept overwhelming myself with random things and without realizing it. And so that I had like this backlog of guest episodes. Point being is the point of my podcast was to kind of talk about the anti-hustle. And at a certain point it became, I kind of created it because I I was coming off of a hustle point of doing music full time for two years, not really sure where to put the rest. Cause I was, you know, you're still in a mode, even though you're like, I'm done. You're still in, in a mode of like hustling and doing stuff. So I was still in that mode of being like, I have to make this a thing. I don't know what thing I want this to be, but I have to make this a thing. And then as I'm doing it, I'm trying to figure it out, but I don't really have anything in mind as an end goal. Like I had like goals of like, I want to be on this show and I want to talk to this person kind of thing, but it wasn't anything like with a business or like a bigger thing. I don't know how to explain that other than that, which is not very descriptive. But again, I just kind of quickly, I realized this the past like two months that I just kind of pivoted to something else as like a, just something to pivot to and try to make that like, you know, mean girls, I try to make fetch a thing again. And when I stopped feeling like that, it was about like two, three months ago now at this point is like, I realized that I had done that. And if I don't want to build a marketing business, then the questions about marketing and entrepreneurs and stuff like that doesn't necessarily make any sense. The website that I built doesn't really make any sense. I'd have to redo the whole thing. I'm, I'm not promoting it anymore. I, I'm like, I don't feel like doing that. I'm just going to leave it there. I don't have time. I don't care. And until I figure out what I want to do, it doesn't even make sense to redo it. So I'm just letting it chill there. I'm letting my social chill there. And so everything's just kind of hanging out. And I don't have any other bigger goals for this podcast other than to just do it then at that point. Um, which means it's like a passion project. And if I'm not passionate about putting episodes out and recording them, I don't know how much more it makes sense to just keep putting out episodes just to put them out because I made a promise to myself. And that's why I haven't posted for the last month is because I was like, well, let's just see how I feel. Like what I feel like if I don't post, do I feel bad? Do I feel like the urge to say something? Do I feel the urge to post something? Do I feel anything? Right. I didn't really feel anything. I felt completely fine. And I honestly didn't even feel bad about not keeping a promise to myself because I was like, I literally don't want to do it. And I forced myself to do it for the past month, which was four episodes. And I didn't really want to do any of those episodes. And I felt unfair because I didn't feel like I was putting out great content, which now maybe like as you're listening, it convinces you not to listen to the last four. They're totally fine. But I didn't feel as excited as I did when I first started and towards the middle and things like that. I was just putting it out to, to put it out essentially. And... So I was talking to a couple of my friends and telling them all this and being like, well, I said I would do a promise and would I be a hypocrite? And also, sorry if there's like random noises, both of my cats just kind of push the door open and there's like random cat scratching. And anyways, um, I don't want to get up and have to kick them out, but, uh, anyway, sorry if you can hear them, but that's essentially where I left off. And if I didn't have, I was talking to my friend, I was like, if I don't have bigger goals for it, if I don't have, like, if I'm not doing it for fun, just to do it, whatever, then 
I don't feel the urge to put an episode every single week. I don't want to promote it. I don't want to do these things. And if you don't promote it, essentially no one's going to know it exists. So it almost doesn't make sense unless you really love the topic that you're talking about. It's literally just for fun. But I've been getting more into reading. Like I like to read in my spare time and I like to go on walks and I like to spend time with my husband and my child. Like there's other things that I like to do with my spare time than sit in my office for an additional hour, which I already like I'm the same office that I work at because I work from home is the same desk that I work at to record these episodes. Like I have a a podcast mic. Um, I don't know what the word is, but it's like on the edge of the desk and I just use my personal computer and I just kind of plop it. I kind of move everything over to the right, put my computer and pull the podcast mic down. And this is where I am. So I already spend like eight plus hours sitting at this desk. So then to spend another hour recording something, making a description, posting it up, making sure it's good. It's about an hour at least, like at least 45 minutes to an hour. Like, do I feel like doing that for an additional hour? Not really, you know? And I feel like I'm just complaining. I'm just kind of explaining the reasons why I haven't. And kind of the conclusion I came to is that like, I was talking to my friend about it and how I felt like I was just doing it as a chore because I made it to my promise to myself and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, I mean, like you can practice what you preach. Like if you don't want to do it anymore, you don't have to do it anymore. You know, you can keep the promise, but at the same time you can listen to how you're feeling. And if you're just kind of forcing it to happen and you don't have bigger plans for this or whatever, and you're not even sure what you want it to be, it doesn't even necessarily make sense to keep doing it. Like you can always just pick it back up or you can post whenever you want. It doesn't have to be a consistent weekly thing. If it's just for fun, then it's just for fun. You know, it's also your thing. I was like, okay, yeah, that totally makes sense. Duh. And so I was like, that's why I didn't post for a month and I'm posting now. Cause I was like, maybe I'll see if I feel like I want to post. Cause maybe it doesn't have to be weekly. Maybe it can just be when I feel like I want to post, but I was honestly enjoying just kind of living my life. Cause I haven't really enjoyed just living my life like ever. I don't, I don't know, like high school, but even that was like trauma E <laughs> like there was other stuff going on that it wasn't like a full teenage fun experience kind of thing. And so this is the first time in a while. I guess ever that I'm like, Oh, I'm actually enjoying how I'm spending my time for the most part. Like I'm enjoying my life. I'm like feeling good and blah, blah, blah. Like I ne- I kind of just want to like chill here for a minute. I, I'm, I'm fine. I don't feel any other urge to do something quote more, something quote bigger. Like I'm fine doing me right now, you know, like being present, making sure I have, I have like my husband and I are saving up for a house. Hopefully next year, interest rates aren't looking that great. So we might wait. I don't know, but like, I'm fine doing that. I'm fine reading. I'm fine. Like painting watercolor when I feel like it, I'm fine going to a cafe and sitting there and talking with my husband. Like, I don't feel like I have to be doing anything more to build more. Like, I feel like I'm fine living my life and I don't necessarily need to like leave a legacy of any kind. Because even unless you're like huge, I've I've talked about this other episode, which sounds super like depressing in a way, but it's not, is that like, unless you're like Julius Caesar, I don't know, like Leonardo da Vinci or Cleopatra or I don't know, Nefertiti, like someone huge who's like a pharaoh and like impacted the world or like conquered or maybe a bad thing, like maybe you're Hitler, right? Maybe you like mass murdered millions of people. Unless you're something like that or did something amazingly, amazingly great, like Madame Curie, like people aren't going to remember you, remember you even two generations from now. Like my daughter, when she had, if, if, and when she has kids, like her kids will probably know my name, but then the kids after that, like then I'll be great grandmother. Like the chances of them really knowing too, too much about me are pretty small. 
And I was listening to another podcast about this and it's, he said it in a way too, that sometimes it freaks him out because he does a history podcast. It sometimes freaks him out. Is that like three generations from now, your name won't even really be remembered probably. Like people don't really keep records of that anymore. Like you might've back in the day in certain societies, they might've, and they might know your name and there'd be like folklore around it but they're not going to remember you. And so like your impact is just kind of like keeping the line going. Like you just kind of kept the line or maybe you had a family business and you kept the business afloat and then you made it for the next generation. But it's just kind of like most people don't leave this huge legacy. Most people's names aren't remembered. Most people just kind of live their life and hopefully you don't make the place worse than you left it. At best, maybe you just keep it baseline because I feel like making the world a better place than you left it is also a heavy burden because you're like, oh my God, I have to do something great. And I heard that, I think on Being Awesome with Allison. Awesome with Allison, I think she said that too, is like making the world a better, like people say like, leave the world a better place than you found it is like a lot of pressure because it's like, you have to do something. You have to make something. You have to make something better. You have to be something. But it's a lot of pressure. Not everyone can do that. Most people don't. Like, it's like one in a billion. You know, like the names that I said before, like Cleopatra and stuff like that. Like, those are like out of the billions of people that have lived. There's not that many names that are like remembered by the masses. Like, even Elvis Presley, I think I talked about this in another episode. Like, even he's kind of dying out. Like, the Graceland struggling because tourists, their demographic is dying. You know, people that were like teenagers in the fifties, they're dying. You know, that's the boomers. They're dying out. His demos is dying. So he's probably like that name, Elvis Presley, like he'll be written down as like records and setting like that, but it'll be like this distant, distant situation where you're like, Oh yeah, I've heard of someone named Elvis Presley. Didn't he do like rock? And he'll be in museums and stuff for a little while until people stop looking at those exhibits and then they'll come down who knows, right? I'm just kind of guessing based on other behaviors and past patterns. But point is, there's just a lot of pressure to do something all the time. I realized I was still falling into it and I'm fine hanging out right now, you know? And I don't know. I've also had, um, just to quickly tell you about my weekend, I haven't had a music gig. Um, I think it's six months. Yeah, I had an acoustic gig like the Friday of my first week of work, and that was like six months ago, basically. But I haven't had music, a music gig in like six months until uh, Saturday. And that was with the cover band that I was playing with, like pretty much full time, like every weekend, two, two, like Friday and Saturday, sometimes two times Saturday, like every single week for a year at least. For the last two years, I've been doing that. And I didn't have a gig with them since New Year's because they had formed their own thing. And at the New Year's gig, I only sang one set because they were like, oh, this is a good time to audition, you know, our band kind of thing for this venue. And I was like, all right, whatever, I guess so. I'm still getting paid the same. It was kind of weird. I thought I would finish it out, but okay, cool. Um, And so I hadn't played with them in that point. At this point, it's, you know, September. I hadn't played with them in like nine months then at that point on Saturday And it was another weird thing where they, you know, they were tighter with the other guy that they were playing with, with the new, cause they'd been doing like Friday, Saturday, whatever, been gigging a lot. Um, and so they were like, okay, what if we just split, like you sing the first set, he sings the first, the second set, and then you can leave after if you want to, you still get paid the same. And I'm like, "Uh, oh, okay. Um, sure. I guess, uh, what am I supposed to say? Right. Whatever. That's fine. I'll have to brush up one of the many songs. That's fine. I don't care that much, I guess. But after the, my set was done, 
it felt weird leaving. So I didn't leave. I stayed the last set and was like, this is going to be like my last gig with them probably. Like this is it. And it was just super weird. I was talking to my husband as I was, you know, like dancing and like kind of hanging out. I was texting him. And he was like, did you leave yet? And I was like, no, I'm not going to leave. My set's done. And, but I'm going to stay and have drinks and like dance and stuff. Cause I don't know. It just feels weird to leave. It almost feels like, I mean, I still have another gig this weekend. I haven't had any gigs in like six plus months. And all of a sudden I've got a wedding on Saturday. I've got another wedding this Saturday with a, a different band situation. And then I've got an acoustic gig the following week on Friday. So I've had nothing for six months and all of a sudden I've got one every single week for the next three weeks. It's really weird timing wise. Um, but anyways, like I was texting him being like, it feels like all the work that I did for the t- last two years is just kind of done. Like I worked so hard and now it's just done. And I mean, I made the choice. I, I did it right. I've decided that this is essentially done. I made this choice, but it's just kind of weird that I did all this and it's basically just this is it. Like, this is what I have to, this is it. This is what I have to show essentially. Like there's other things I have to quote show for it. And like, you know, my changes internally and blah, blah, blah. But like, this is it, you know, like the band that I was working with for full time for, I don't know, a year and a half, at least almost like two years maybe. And that I worked so hard to like perfect the set and like get it into my muscle memory. And like, we got really good and blah, blah, blah. And like we had gigs and I worked really hard. It's just, now done. This is our last gig on the books. And I didn't even finish it because it was easier for them just to bring the other guy on for the half of the set. So they didn't have to brush up on our songs, which I get. So I didn't even finish. I didn't have even a full gig. I just had like, I think we even cut, we even cut songs because the weddings always start late. So we even cut songs. So I didn't, I think I may be saying an hour at the gig, which again, good hourly rate, (laughs) but like, it was just kind of like a, I guess this is it. I guess I'm done. Um, and so it kind of felt like an end of something. I don't really know what, I mean, it just happened on like three days ago. So it still feels weirdly like fresh, I guess. I don't know how to explain it, but it just felt like an end to something. Um, and as that was like, this is coming to like the music stuff's coming to an end. I was like, okay, I should put an episode out to basically say like, I haven't really been around for the last month. If you know, if you've been, if you're a consistent weekly listener, cause my, my couple of friends did notice they were like, have you put an episode out? I haven't gotten any notifications. Did I miss it? It's like, no, I haven't put any out. Um, so I felt like, okay, maybe this is a good time to put out the episode of like, here's what I've been doing. Here's, here's, here's the sitch. Cause again, another reason why I haven't put it, cause I was practicing for that. I haven't had any gigs in six months and I'm like, okay, I have to take the half hour to practice these songs. Cause you have to get the timing right. And I don't want to use this. These are the gigs that I don't use lyrics. I have to make sure I have all the lyrics and the timing. And I haven't done a gig in eight months. I need to make sure I'm good. And then vocally it's like basically like running a, f- like a marathon without doing anything in between. I realized during a practice one time I was like, Ooh, my voice is, it can't handle this anymore. It can't handle singing it even an hour straight. It was starting to get tired at like 25 minutes because it hadn't had to do it in literally months. Um, so I had to build other stuff up. So there's other stuff going on, but I felt like I should put an episode out to say, this is what's going on. And I guess moving forward that, um, I'm not sure essentially where I want to take this podcast. Um, I know I don't necessarily want to do it about business anymore because it just doesn't really fit. Um, especially marketing. This is just like marketing is just kind of a job for me until I find like a full on passion that I'd want to make a business for. I don't necessarily think I want to have a business. 
um, because of the amount of dedication and work and hustle it takes. I just, quite honestly, I haven't really found anything that, and maybe I'm one of those people that just doesn't, and that might have to do with bipolar stuff, or maybe just generally people just don't have it. I just, until I find that it doesn't make sense to put all into that. Um, I'd much rather just kind of live my life and be happy at the moment and enjoy what I worked really hard for instead of looking for something else right now. And so because of that, it sounds like a weird breakup speech. And so because of that, I'm done. Um, no, I'm going to put these out, these episodes out probably much more inconsistently, which means some listeners are probably going to drop. Um, but until I figure out what exactly it is that I want to do with this podcast, I'm not, I don't know what else to do with it because I just don't want to talk about things that aren't really relevant or resonating with me as much anymore. Um, and I don't know, something maybe I have time for in the sense of like, you know, I like history podcasts and things like that, but the time it takes to basically be a history podcast as an example is like a lot because you got to research topics. You got to like, make sure you know what you're talking about. You have to talk about the thing and like put out the, you know, it's a whole thing. And I'm like, I don't know if I have time for that either. So I'm going to put these episodes out pretty inconsistently, probably from here on out until I figure that out. Um, and I've also been getting into other random things that I'll just say, like I went to, um, I don't know if I necessarily want to name stuff, but anyways, I went to this event two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Two weeks ago, um, in Arizona, um, it was like a women's event, like an entrepreneur women's event, business owners event, um, that I heard about from someone that I interviewed like months and months and months ago. And she referred it. They have a podcast. Everyone has a podcast. Um, and again, her pot, their podcast is basically a wing of their business. It's where they talk about like their offers and like register for things. And like, you know, it's part of their business. Right. Anyways, I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. I listened to a couple episodes and I was like, yeah, this is decent, whatever. And then I was like, you know what? I do want to meet other women cause I'm transitioning. I don't have anyone in that space anymore. Cause I was transitioning from music to business stuff. I didn't have anybody to kind of talk to about it. So I was like, yeah, okay. This seems like a good space. So I bought the ticket like literally months and months and months ago. And by the time the, the, the event was actually around, I was so distant from, I was in such a different place than I was months ago when I, the months ago, but when I bought the ticket that I only really went that I was like, well, I already paid for the ticket. Let's just see. I'll use it as like a mini vacation. So like, like I had already extended like the day or two, the two days afterwards. Cause I was like, Oh, if I meet someone, we can connect and blah, blah, blah. But by the, that was when I originally bought the ticket. But by the time the event came around, I was just like, I'll just use it as a vacation. Like essentially, you know, I'm, I'm already out there. I'll go like the desert botanical garden and stuff like that. Whatever. I'll use it as a vacation and show. Um, anyways, I get to the event and it's not really my vibe at all. Like it's very boss baby. And I realized that like a little while after I bought the ticket that I was like, eh, I'll still meet people. It's fine. They're not all like that. But again, my mindset changed. So I didn't really reach out to anyone anymore before. And I, again, my goals had changed. So I just generally didn't fit in at the event. And I really did like this one session though. It was like an all day event. Most of the, like the sessions were fine. Like it was mostly like speakers talking about like doing business stuff and, you know, making sure that you, I don't know, mentally strong kind of thing. Um, but one of the sessions I really did like, it was this kind of meditation thing. It was kind of interesting because it was like a large room and she did this meditation with music and it was kind of like a hype up meditation. I don't know how to describe it, but Anyways, I actually really liked it. Um, and I was actually picturing things in my mind as she was going. And it was kind of like picturing your 
um, like strongest, I forget the prompts that she gave, but it was like, like picturing yourself as who you want to be kind of thing. I forget the whole prompts, but basically I was picturing myself like standing again, like standing like Moses, basically. So picture like Moses, like as he's parting the sea, but I'm standing in front of the ocean essentially and the waves are like, I guess it's more like Moana even like Moana when she's like the, I guess that's the same thing with Moses, but like the oceans on both sides of her kind of thing. And it was in front. So it was kind of like a wall around me and the waves are like crashing over me or like around me, but I wasn't moving. And I had this like phrase in my mind all of a sudden that said, I am strong. I can withstand the waves. And I realized that was, a, that was a probably a subconscious thing, or maybe it was like a thing from spirit. I have no idea. But before that, earlier in the session, much, much earlier in the sessions in the morning with a different speaker, uh, one of the prompts that they gave was what, I forget what it was, but it was like, what is, what do you tell yourself that limits yourself? I forget the exact phrase, but it was kind of like, you know, that I'm not enough and I'm not smart enough. Like, what do you tell yourself? Like kind of the stories. And one of the things that I constantly kind of subconsciously and in different words tell myself is I'm not stable enough because I have bipolar stuff. So I, I'm very inconsistent with my commitments. I'm very inconsistent with my energy and my moods. Like my motivation on a week to week basis is drastically different and my ability to focus and my interest. And I'm like really all of a sudden really into sewing and I'll buy like a freaking sewing kit and like a sewing table and a sewing book and I'll sell it. I'll sign up for classes. And then like three months later, I'm like, I don't have any urge to do any of that, which is kind of more like ADHD tendencies, I think, but it's also part of bipolar, I think too, because it's got the hypomania, like where you're really excited for something. So I have a lot of stuff like that. And so one of the things that I tell myself is like, I'm not stable. I can't do anything consistently because I'm not stable. So a nine to five works okay for me because I don't have to consistently be at the top at all. Cause if I just kind of have the hypomania and I'm really excited one week, I can get a lot of stuff done. And that'll cover me for the week afterwards where I'm like, my motivation is much lower. And it's not saying I don't do anything. It just means I'm much more difficult to focus, much difficult to get the motivation because I just don't have it. I don't know where to pull it from. And, but the week before I was really like, I don't know, maybe it was anxiety induced, but like I did a lot of stuff. And so it basically kind of evens itself out of what like a typical worker would do over the two weeks because of that. But with the instability doing my own thing, it's a little more it's a little harder. And because I'm on my own, I'd be on my own motivation to make sure I'm consistent and passionate about it consistently and I'm committed to it. And I don't seem to have that for anything really in my life. And so that's one of the things I tell myself is like, I don't think I'm stable enough to follow through with anything long enough to actually see anything to fruition. So I don't really know what to do with that. And so that was in the morning that I was like, I came to that realization that I told myself that I'm not stable enough. And then during the session, hours and hours later, when the words, I am strong, I'm, I can withstand the waves came to me. I was like, oh my God. I like started like tearing up. I wasn't like sobbing or anything like that, but I like teared up and I was like, oh my God. And the waves were like crashing over and I wasn't like, again, this is like metaphorical, whatever. The waves were crashing over me and I wasn't, I was still there and I was still withstanding. I was strong. Right. And it just basically meant to me that like, I can still do stuff, obviously, but it doesn't have to be necessarily like a fear or an excuse. And like, it just is essentially like they're waves. 
Like they're just going to be waves of motivation, waves of depression, waves of anxiety, like waves of stuff. And it'll just pass like a wave does. And they always do. Right. And they always pass. Some of them are stronger than others. Some of them like are worse than others, but they always pass eventually. Like they'll come back. Right. But they pass. And so I don't have to necessarily worry about that. I guess is what I took away from that because I'm still going to be here and they're still keep coming back regardless. So it's just something that you kind of like, I'm living in the ocean kind of thing. It's just something I have to kind of live with. Right. Which I know that, but I really like the imagery and I really like that. I like the imagery that I came up with in my mind as I was, this was happening in like the words of I'm strong. I can withstand the waves. And I just kind of during that time, I think, again, I think the prompt was like, like, what do you want to be doing? Like, what's the ideal version of yourself doing? Like, what do you see kind of thing? And like the things that popped in my mind had nothing to do with business. Really. It was kind of things that I'd been kind of thinking about. Like one of them was like, I want to sign up for a powerlifting competition. Random. <laughs> and one of them was like something I had been hemming and hawing about. I've been going to church, um, the past couple months, like I've been going on and off cause of vacation, other random stuff. So I haven't been going every single Sunday for the past like five months, but I've been going like when I can, I've been going on the Sundays. Um, and I really like the church that I've been going through and just kind of like looking at it and seeing what I think and like how I feel and blah, blah, blah. And they have like a worship team where people go on stage and they sing songs and blah, blah. And I like the way that they do it. It's not like the gossip hymnals or gospel hymnal stuff. It's like Christian pop stuff, like the stuff that you would like listen to on gospel radio kind of thing. Um, and I liked that. And so I'd been thinking, well, I haven't really been singing. Maybe I could do one there. Like I'm better than, you know, a couple of them are pretty good, but I'm like, I'm better than them. Not saying that they can't sing, but I'm just like, I can do that. Obviously it's just a matter if I want to, because I don't know if I necessarily feel the urge to get on stage and like sing about things that I don't know if I hundred percent believe in and feel. Um, but then during again, like the meditation in my mind, I was like, sign up for the sign up for the interest form, email the person, you know, cause I got like a email a couple months ago and I snoozed it. It's actually funny timing. I'll just tell you the timing on this one. This is turning into a much longer rambling episode than I had planned. Um, I guess it's basically a month's worth of catching up essentially. Um, but like, I don't know, a month and a half ago, uh, the church I'm then part of, they send like weekly notifications for random stuff of like, Hey, check out this event or like, you know, pray for somebody over here because they're, they just had a baby and whatever type of thing. Um, and one of the emails they sent out was, um, ways to get involved. They were like, we love having people involved in the church. Here are some ways to get involved. If you're interested in the welcome team, email this person. If you're interested in being part of the AV team, email this team. If you're interested in being blah, 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 you know, and then one of them was, if you're interested in being part of the worship team, which is basically the band that sings on stage for like three songs in the beginning and then three songs at the end. So six songs, um, email this person. And I was like, uh, I don't know. And so I snoozed it and I don't know when I snoozed it. So I don't know the exact email, but, um, the day after I got back from the Arizona trip, like I was checking my emails. I think it was like Tuesday. I was checking my emails. The email came into my inbox. So I had snoozed it essentially to that day, not realizing that I didn't really think about the timing. Obviously when I snoozed it, I just kind of snoozed it to like a month out or whatever. And I was just like, I'm not, I don't want to do this right now. I'll just think about this. And whenever I decided to do it like a month from now, I was just like, I'll think about this in a month. I'll, I'll, re- I'll come back to this. And it was just funny timing. Cause during the meditation, during the event, like two days prior to that, I had signed up for the sign up for the band. 
and I didn't have like my computer and stuff with me to like look at my email, but so it, it didn't matter if the email unsnoozed, but the day I got back and was checking my email and stuff, it unsnoozed at eight o'clock on that Tuesday. And it was the, the email that said, if you're interested in this, email this person. I was like, oh my God, maybe this is a sign. And I emailed them. Of course they respond. I have to fill out the form and stuff like that. But there was that and filling up and going for the powerlifting competition. And in my thoughts, I also had, I keep having like this low key urge to write on and off, but I think in my mind, I keep, I kept telling myself I wasn't stable and consistent enough to do it because it takes time to sit down and write and, and make sure everything is consistent within a story and a narrative and things like that. It takes a consistency that I don't know if I necessarily believe that I had. And I also have this thing, and it might be because I was a history major of like researching a ton before you start. And so I always have this kind of need to be like, well, I don't know enough yet. I have to research more. If I want to talk about this topic in the forties, what do they wear in the forties? Like what have been this stuff in the forties? Like, you know, what were the social norms in the forties? And I have to like, look all this stuff. And like, I keep again, reading all the stuff that's like, it doesn't matter. A lot of stuff, like you just kind of do the character and the story and like the main point, And then you fill in the details afterwards to make it like time specific, unless the, the time is very essential to it. Like an event goes off kind of thing. It's, it's not essential. It's like a details that you can fill in afterwards. But in my mind, it might be again, because of history researching, I'm still like, I need to make sure I have all these details. I want to know like the mindset. So I keep reading. And so I had that in the event of like, I want to powerlift comp. I want to go to the powerlift competitions. I don't expect to win. I want to sign up for the band. It just kind of, it wasn't even like I want to, it was like, I'm singing in the band, the worship band. I want to sign up for a powerlifting competition and I want to rate. That was kind of what popped into my head. The ideal version of myself that I want to be, that I wasn't already doing. It was literally, I think that was just those three things. And so point being is that I just kind of want to follow that. So I, you know, I messaged my husband was like, Hey, what do you sign up for a powerlifting? He was like, Oh my gosh, yeah, so sounds great. Cause he used to do it. And then he hasn't, the competition stopped during COVID obviously. And then, um, then his, it doesn't matter, but he hasn't done it in like two or three years, but he used to do it a couple times a year before. So anyways, we're going to sign up for one ones in December. And I reached out to the, you know, the, the person to be a part of the worship band. And the only thing that's left is just sitting down and writing. And so also while I was at the Arizona, the event was just one day. Um, and I had an extra like two days afterwards. Cause in my, when I booked, like I said, when I booked the ticket months ago, I was like, Oh, what if I meet someone we can like network and talk? No, I didn't talk to anyone really. And <laughs> I didn't want to. So I instead I just used the vacation on the last day I was there. Cause I had a red eye. So I didn't have my flight until like 1156 on Monday night. Um, there was an event at a used bookstore that was about like writing. Um, I forget the exact name of it, but it was basically like short story writing about like the topics and things like that. It was like helping you write this. And I was like, Oh, this is good timing. So I did that last week before my flight, it was like six o'clock. So like I had plenty of time. So like from, I think it was like six to seven thirty, I did that and I wrote something and I wouldn't say it's great, but it was like, felt like a step forward and I could be like, yeah, I can get in this place. Again, I could do this if I wanted to. I just have to make the decision that I want to do it and just do it. And so that's kind of where I'm at now is making the decision that this is what I'm doing. And I, I feel like I already did that because I had that, you know, meditation thing that this is where I wanted to see myself at least try it. Um, and I'm not saying I'm going to be like, I want to be like a New York Times bestselling author. I just kind of want to do it because I keep having a low key 
feeling and I have for years and I wrote like little stories on and off kind of thing. Um, but I've never like sat down and committed to it for any type of long time. Um, other than a couple pages for something randomly, this, when it struck me or, you know, and so I'm like, okay, I keep having the urge to do like three different time periods and these three kind of different character storylines. Just start with one kind of thing. It doesn't have to be great. Just start with one. Just, just start doing it. It's probably not going to be great. It's probably going to be garbage. I said that word garbage, probably going to be garbage, but I have to at least try. Um, so anyways, this is again, turning in much more longer and meander than I was meandering than I was planning, but I just kind of want to catch you up. Um, I guess on why I haven't been putting up. So then kind of where I'm at with the podcast and I think I might actually erase (laughs) the description um in the meantime just because I don't know what to do with it and I don't want to put things up that are false um in the meantime if someone does stumble on it I mean I guess I'll come to that bridge when I cross that bridge when I come to it kind of thing because the episodes are going to be inconsistent because it's going to be some about business some about marketing some about like mental health some about like it's whatever it's my podcast but once I figure out what it's going to be I need to probably update it so Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this. Um, I'll probably be putting out more episodes. It'll be inconsistent, though. Um, I'm basically going to be doing all the things that I, I you know, I just kind of talked about. I'm going to be then probably practicing for like the worship band. I still have to practice for the wedding band this that's coming or the wedding that's coming up this weekend because it's with a different band with different songs that are slightly random band members. We only have one practice. It should be hopefully good. I don't know. Um, I have to put the calluses back on my fingers a little bit. Um, cause I've got the acoustic gig in two weeks. So I've got to at least practice like probably like 20, 30 minutes a day. Um, just to at least have them not hurt as much. I don't think I'm going to build the calluses up within a week and a half, but I can at least have it not be as painful. Um, after not touching a guitar basically for like six months. And, um, like I volunteered for my daughter's softball <laughs> to be an assistant coach. Cause they put out like a desperate call for volunteers. So she's got her first game today. So I have to actually participate and show up and be in the heat. And I've got things like that twice a week and other random stuff. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm going to be living my life and kind of figuring out what I like, don't like enjoying it kind of thing. And as the mood strikes, I'll put out episodes, but I know that doesn't endear listeners of when she feels like it. Um, but I don't know. I just feel like it's more the reality of I'm not trying to push or sell anything. This isn't part of like a bigger business or bigger plan. I'm just kind of living my life. Um, so I think that's it. So (laughs) thank you for being a listener of Fair Minimum Babe. Um, and I hope you have a really great rest of your day and week. And if I don't come out on another episode, month, life, whatever. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Thank you. (laughs) 